Yo, what's up, ladies and G's? Much love to those returning, and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. I'm your host, DeAndre Evanson. Look, we still going strong for Black History Month, aka Black Future Month. And though today is the last day of February, we still got a lot more episodes coming up in the works, so don't miss out. But today, I want to highlight my girl, the one and only Miss Monique Eilette Mosley, who is the founder and CEO of Rain Ventures, which is a tech fund that empowers women and people of color to create their own American dream. Now, Miss Monique has generated hundreds of millions for startup companies and has partnered with brands like Pepsi, Gucci, Verizon, MTV, and so many others. And look, she shares her story on how she became successful, her childhood and upbringing, her being featured on one of the top shows, Undercover Billionaire. And so if you haven't checked it out, make sure you go tap into that show. I guarantee you're going to love it. If you love this podcast, you love entrepreneurship, business, growth, money, wealth, success, fun. That's the show you want to check out. And also we talk about the power of collaboration and so much more. And so look, I'm going to stop talking per usual. Go ahead and grab your notes, grab your snacks, cut the volume up. It's time to do what we do best. It's time to level up. Let's get it. Are you ready? Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. Total level me up, total level me up, yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Total level me up, total level me up, yeah. It's time to level up. Now level up. I have none other than Miss Monique Eilette Mosley. How are you? Hi, DeAndre. Thank you so much for having me and congratulations to you on you building Level Up and trying to get information out there. That's a it's a great thing you're doing. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. I'm excited to have you on. I appreciate you again for just taking the time and I would love, love, love to go ahead and dive more into who you are and how you became Miss Monique Eilette Mosley, right? And so today is Monday. I know we talked a little bit off air, but today's Monday <laughs> and time is flying. Everything's moving quickly. Wishing it was Friday, but let's do like a quick flashback. Let's, let's talk about the childhood, how you grew up. Uh, what was it like coming up for you in your family household? I grew up in North Jersey um, in a city called Perth Amboy. We grew up, uh, I'm the oldest in my household and grew up with my mom being the predominant you know, caregiver. And it was income-based housing. So we learned to be very resourceful, I'll say. I learned that at a very early age. Um, it's interesting because I don't think I, it was until I was like in high school when we relocated to the Midwest uh, for my mother's job that where people's response to growing up in like income-based housing or whatever is like, oh, poor you. And it's like, actually, we grew up with a lot of love, a lot of experiences. My mother was an avid um, reader and she made us read. We, you know, our after-school activities were the library. Um, and we had to read so many books a month without it being fiction. She did not count nonfiction or fiction books. So we could not read fiction and count that as our reading list. And so at an early age, you know, my mother really, really is the one who taught us the foundation of the principles that I continue to live by in life. And A, you know, it was always about being concerned with the matters of others. My mother really, really raised us like that. She also raised us in a way that she taught us that everything was temporary and that our circumstances were never, 
that wasn't, that was just a temporary thing and that we weren't our circumstances and to always be mindful of that, that things forever change and to constantly evolve and change in a positive way. So my mother gave us a great, great foundation. Awesome. I love to hear that. I think that's super important, especially now today, uh, more than ever, just to have that close bond and that upbringing of just making sure that you stay on your P's and Q's, right? So I would love to get into that too, because, well, first off, I got to ask, I know you said your mother was pretty much always around and there where your father was your father there at all or yeah he was he he is also from new jersey and okay. so we were very fortunate to grow up with both sides of our family mm -hmm. my father did pass away when i was in college i was 21 and so um you know he did leave us early but the time he was here he was a great man gosh well i'm sorry sorry for your loss i'm sorry to hear that um, however, no. I know he's looking down happy and excited for you. Yeah, he just physically yeah. left. You know, he's still here in spirit, so. Yeah, he just went to like Las Vegas. He just went to Right. <laughs> Come on back. I got you. That was a very important time in my life, though, yeah. because at 21, I was already a mom. So I was mm -hmm. at college with a son. And then when my father passed, I also, he, he had uh, children in his second marriage. And um, so my two sisters actually came um, at different points uh, to live with me as well. So I've always been kind of that caregiver provider, the taking the responsibility of yeah. others, right? And so when you look at my career path, me being concerned about the wealth and the health of others is it's just a natural thing. It's just who I am as a person. Right, that upbringing, that's powerful. And that's powerful. I love to hear that too. And I can see it, you know, just radiating off for of you. I can get it. You know, you got a nice cozy little home right there. I'm noticing. <laughs> I'm living my best life. And yeah. living my best life doesn't mean I don't have problems every day or obstacles. I just have never lived a life where I give a lot of energy to problems. I'm more solution-based, which you can see that throughout my career where I pivot in industries that really need some disruption. Right, right. And I would love to hop into that. But first, I have one last question on this topic that really just resonated with me when you said it. It was like, you got into science, you got into tech. So like, did your mother and father, like, did they push that and pursue that to some degree? Or did you just kind of like stumble upon it from your readings? Or did you just, you know, how did you fall into that sector? I mean, I think that if we do, if as parents, if we do parenting right, as little people, we kind of show our parents who we are, right? Our natural curiosities, what we lean towards. And for me, I was always very interested in those things, science, music, you know, technology. My mother and father were both intellects. They loved reading and they loved exploring themselves. And my father was a chemist at one point in his life. Um, and my mother has always, always been um, engaged on the intellectual side of learning. And so they saw that very early in me and made sure that I was engaged and involved in things that kind of fed that little part of me, which then became who I am. So right. I think, you know, I owe it to them for not trying to make me go down what their path or what they saw for me, but based on who I was showing them, I wanted to be they started curating and nurturing that side of me. Oh, that's super important. That's super important, especially as, as a young child growing up, you know, being in a household with two loving parents that really like nurture you and care for you and say, you know what, go after what you believe in your dreams. And they really push you down that lane. I think a lot more people should, you know, um, listen to their children to a certain degree when it comes to what they're interested in. I feel like oh, a lot absolutely. of the times, you know, it's just overshadowed. Yeah, first of all, this life isn't about what other what other people want for us. It's about 
what are we curious about? What, you know, what makes us find purpose and what excites us? And so I am, I was very fortunate and blessed to have those type of, of family members, not just in my parents, but just my family in general. Um, and I've always been honestly the one that I have a vision and I'm getting to it. And so they've always supported me on that. And, you know, and that makes, that is the difference actually. Um, I think that when, one of the things that my mother raised us with was we weren't allowed to use negative words, not in our house, not about ourselves, not about others. And so, you know, I grew up as the glasses half full type of girl where I always focused on the positive side. And, you know, it wasn't until you become an adult where you're like, oh, my gosh, what is this is such a difference right when you start being around other adults that everything is a problem they have nothing good to say you realize thank god i had that foundation of limited like no limits on possibility right you can be everything you want to be and then some is how i grew up and so as a mom you know one of the most important things that my mother told me was i have three children and i'm a parent three different ways I do not parent you the way I parent your sister, etc. And so that really stuck with me as a child. It's how I practice my parenting, but most importantly, it's how I see the world. I don't deal with anybody in a collective. I deal with them exactly. I meet people where they are and I want them to meet me where I am. And I think that that's the way we get through this difficult thing called life. I love it. Well, the podcast is over. Uh, you just killed it. right? There. <laughs> <laughs> we can just go and pack it up. <laughs> No, I love all that. And I can truly resonate. Like I said before, um, you know, I grew up in a household full of women. They taught me the do's and don'ts and they really nurtured me to become a gentleman, what to look out for, how to carry myself. And I can truly resonate with what you're saying. Um, but I'm super curious on the fact that, you know, you have accomplished so much in your life and you're still on this path of an amazing journey. Um, you are a mother and you say you became a mother at a very young age. So how did you, you know, begin to balance that with your work life, your personal life, potentially going to school, right? How were you able to balance motherhood and business and all those things together? It took a tribe, right? So when I went to Ohio State, my sister, who's two years younger than me, and her best friend, when they graduated, they came to Ohio State. And I would build my classes around their schedule and they and vice versa. And if, you know, I had a class and they were helping me with Demetrius, you know, so the reality is, is that I don't think we get through this life without support. None of us can do everything. And the reality is, is that I had a mindset though, that I was not going to be a statistic. Number one, I never saw myself as a victim. Um, I never looked at the complexities of life as, oh my gosh, it's never going to happen. For me, it was always about, I am not a victim. I'm not a statistic. I am going to seize every opportunity. I'm not going to complain about it. And most importantly, I'm going to do the hard work that goes with this. Um, I think that, you know, there is a true disconnect, especially in today's time with this younger generation and the, you know, we're, we're at a place now where from a pharmaceutical perspective, there has never been as many anxiety prescriptions ever written, right? And I, I do believe that there's something that is happening with social media and these filtered lifestyles. No, no one's showing the hard work or no one's taking the time to think about maybe they rented that car. Maybe they don't actually own that car. Right. Um, and so the reality is, is that we have to we have to disconnect from things, material 
right? And we have to really get into who we are as individuals and what does that journey look like? And that takes hard work. It does. I, I still get up at 4, 4.30 every morning. I still spend an hour or so of time with myself, meditating, praying, setting my intentions. I think that if anyone wants the true, the true little recipe for success, there are habits with successful people that are consistent no matter where you come from, what your background is and what your history is, right? Mm -hmm. And that is really prioritizing, focusing, and really, really becoming the best version by filtering out all the unnecessary things. Like if you're on Instagram, don't go to pages that ha don't feed you. If you want to be a founder or you want to create a company, follow only entrepreneurs, follow the business world, communicate with the business world. And I think that, um, you know, when I look at every course and every pivot and every transition that I've done professionally and personally, mm -hmm. it's always been a lot of self-reflecting, a lot of accountability of my behaviors and patterns and habit habits. And then also, you know, I tell founders all the time and I tell young people that I mentor, it really does matter who you put yourself around. You know, there was that campaign that T-Mobile did um, that was a really successful marketing campaign, right? And when I researched it, I found out that it's actually based on a science theory. And, and the campaign was about, I'm in the circle, right? And the five people I talk to the most, I don't even have to like program them anymore. It's right. I just click a button and these are the five people I talk to the most. Well, that's a science theory that we are the sum of the five people we spend the most time with. So for me, it's like every month, personally and professionally, I'm looking at who are the five people I'm spending my most time with talking to, et cetera, personally, and who are the five people professionally? And, you know, this is something that we should constantly be doing throughout our life. Every day we need to take accountability to ourselves. Right. That's the best project we will ever work on. Not a business, not material things, not a house, not a children, not our cars, our individual self and truly becoming a human being that cares about the state of this world. A few years ago, I actually wrote a thesis on the art of collaboration. And then I, you know, got it. I created a business model around it. Um, I did a lot of research on this. And let me tell you, it is the difference of whether or not we as women and people of color actually create billion dollar companies. In fact, science, Harvard Business Review, Psychology Today. I mean, there's all types of studies on this. It all comes back to the same thing. If we don't collaborate, we don't create scalable multi-million and billion dollar companies. And even more specifically, if we do collaborate outside of our network, mm -hmm. that's when the billion dollar companies create. And so we, as a culture, we've got to get into, we got to stop holding on to this idea. It's my, 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 my company. Mm -hmm. It's like, do you want to own a hundred percent of nothing? Or do you want to own 50% of something really valuable? Get you some co-founders, get you some experts, give them some equity and build the company. And let's build billion dollar companies, but not because we've inflated the evaluations, right? But because we actually are creating viable, sustainable businesses. And it can only be done through the art of collaboration.
Yo, what's going on, gang? Tapping back into the podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for pressing that play button and rocking with me till this point. It means the world to me to hear so many of you tapping into the podcast from all over the world. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every one of you. It means a lot to me. And look, if at any given point in time that you found this episode valuable or overall the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star rating and review on iTunes or hop over to Spotify. You can do the same exact thing as it will go a long way for the show. And we can keep on bringing special guests like this and so many others. And on top of that, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, make sure you do so and be sure to tell a friend and tell a friend to tell a friend because look we all here to level up together right also if you want to check out the full interview i had with monique make sure you go to episode 138 make sure you tap in with her on instagram as well you can find her at monique i let all right that's monique i let you can find her on Instagram. Make sure you tap in. Let her know where you're tuning in from. Let her know you're coming in from the Level Up Daily Podcast. Go ahead and share some love. DM her. Comment on her post. And so with that being said, I want to say thank you all again. And until next time, much love, peace, and blessings.